Hey everyone, David here. This election season has been absolutely filled with disinformation and downright lies. So starting this Friday, CNN fact checker and reporter Daniel Dale is going to step in and help us sort out fact from fiction. Hey everyone, this week Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris faced off for the first and the only 2020 vice presidential debate. And while from a fact check perspective, it was far less egregious than the avalanche of lies we saw from the president in last week's presidential debate, both candidates still did have incorrect claims. I'd say that Vice President Pence was most dishonest about the coronavirus pandemic, where honestly, it's pretty hard for anyone to defend that administration's record factually. There are more than 211,000 Americans dead. Senator Harris had a few scattered false or misleading claims, but I don't think there was any single topic where she was highly dishonest. Now, from a fact check perspective, my biggest takeaway from this VP debate was that this was more conventional political dishonesty than we saw last week from President Trump and we have seen from the president over the last five years. So today, I'm going to take you through some of the claims made by both candidates in that VP debate on Wednesday night. Let's start with the three biggest false claims, in my opinion, from Vice President Pence, starting with a claim he made about protecting people with pre-existing conditions. Obamacare was a disaster. The American people remember it well. And President Trump and I have a plan to improve health care and to protect pre-existing conditions for every American. Look, when they first started saying there was a plan, I was pretty generous about it from a fact check perspective. You know, maybe it was coming the next day or the next week or the next month. At this point, though, we are safe to call this claim false. They have presented no plan to protect people with pre-existing conditions. Let's just do a brief review of the Trump administration's history on the subject of pre-existing conditions. Early in the administration, they tried repeatedly to get various bills passed that would have significantly weakened the protections offered by Obamacare. Now, fast forward a few years, they are in court actively trying to get judges to kill the entirety of Obamacare, just get rid of all of it, including the protections. Now, President Trump did in September introduce an executive order that simply says it is the policy of the United States to protect people with pre-existing conditions. But frankly, that order is not worth much. It's not a law. It's not a plan. It's basically a couple sentences that don't have the force of anything. So no, it is false to say they have a real plan. Next, let's take a look at a frequent claim from both Trump and Pence that the vice president repeated last night. It's that the president suspended all travel from China. President Donald Trump did what no other American president had ever done. And that was he suspended all travel from China, the second largest economy in the world. I honestly can't even count the number of times I've had to go on CNN TV and call this false. They just keep saying it. It keeps being wrong. Trump did not suspend or ban all travel from China. What he did was impose a partial travel restriction that made exemptions for various big groups of people. The exempted groups include American citizens, includes permanent residents, includes many of the family members of both citizens and permanent residents. Now, tens of thousands of people continue to travel back to the U.S. from China after the restrictions were put into place. Flights were never suspended by Trump. So Trump could boast about this policy if he wanted to, but it's not a full ban. And it's also important to note that we have pretty good research that suggests the virus was coming into the U.S. from Europe, not directly from China, at the time Trump had imposed these travel restrictions on China. So he was shutting the front door, but the virus was coming into the New York City area through the back door. 
Now, finally, let's take a look at what struck me as one of the most egregious lies of the night. That was Vice President Pence telling the American people that the administration has, quote, always told the American people the truth. You respect the American people when you tell them the truth. You respect the American people when you have the courage Which we've to be a leader. Speaking now, this is a pretty vague and generic claim, but I just think it's so egregious and so laughable that we have to talk about it. I have counted hundreds of false claims from President Trump alone, specifically on the subject of the pandemic. It is thousands and thousands if you want to talk about other subjects as well. Vice President Pence himself has not always been truthful with the American people on the pandemic. For example, he wrote a now infamous op-ed in the Wall Street Journal declaring there was no coronavirus second wave, playing down the situation like President Trump did. In addition, we also have President Trump on tape recorded telling Bob Woodward that he deliberately downplayed the pandemic, so effectively admitting he was not being honest with the American people. Now let's turn to some of the false and misleading claims from Senator Harris, starting with something she said about the president and the coronavirus. They knew and they covered it up. The president said it was a hoax. They minimized the seriousness of it. Now, I call this Harris claim misleading because if you go back to these Trump comments from a rally in February, in context, it very much seems that Trump was calling the Democrats' criticism of him on the coronavirus a hoax, not calling the virus itself a hoax. Now, the next day, that's what Trump said he meant. He said he was talking about the Democrats, not the virus. And in context, that's how I saw it. He began this segment of his comments by saying the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus, even though he said we did one of the great jobs. He rambled a bit, and then he said, and this is their new hoax. So if you wanted to see that as him calling the virus a hoax, I think he left the door open for you to do that. But if you look at the totality of what he said there, I think he is correct. His explanation was right, that he was not talking about the virus itself. Next, let's talk about a claim that Senator Harris made about manufacturing. Because of a so-called trade war with China, America lost 300,000 manufacturing jobs. Farmers have experienced bankruptcy because of it. We are in a manufacturing recession because of it. Now, this claim is both false and misleading. We are not in a manufacturing recession, first of all. We have had five straight months of growth in the manufacturing sector. Now, Harris might have been thinking of the fact that we did have a brief recession in manufacturing in late 2019. She might alternately have been thinking of the fact that manufacturing crashed in March because of the pandemic, but we're out of it. We're now improving. Second of all, before the pandemic, there was a net gain of 483,000 manufacturing jobs under Trump. Now, there was one 2019 study that found that Trump's trade war with China had cost a total of 300,000 jobs, but that was not about manufacturing jobs in particular. And I can't find any credible estimate that the trade war has cost 300,000 manufacturing jobs. On the whole, Vice President Pence was way more frequently dishonest than Senator Harris was. There was, again, just like last week with Trump and Biden, no comparison. Now, it's important to say Pence is no Trump-level liar, but he is clearly willing to do some egregious deception. And it's not slips, it's prepared lines that are just not true. Now, Senator Harris sometimes gets things wrong and sometimes egregiously so, but it's much more scattered inaccuracy. So for me, on the whole, especially after last week with Trump and Biden, uh, this debate was a bit of a breather from a fact check perspective. Personally, watching these debates, I wish the moderators did some more fact checking. 
I know it's fraught with peril. You just can't be wrong in that position. If you're wrong, it can ruin your career. So I get it. It's just hard for me to see so much dishonesty go unchallenged. It's like a journalist is right there. Say something. For us fact checkers who are not sitting there in the debate, I think we need to be honest and straightforward. When both sides are not equal, we need to say that both sides are not equal. And just like Biden wasn't nearly as dishonest as Trump was, Harris wasn't nearly as dishonest as Pence was. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to this. And please stay with CNN for all the latest political news and, of course, fact checks. I'll be back next Friday. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.